Welcome back. We are in the last week of January and we are kind of talking about very more specific goal setting. And so today we're going to be talking about running and specifically, um, I'll tell you a little bit why, but before we get started, Dr. Jess, what is in your glass? So I, it's the afternoon, so I am working on my uh, water. So I have this challenge that I do every afternoon when I'm in the clinic. I've got a pitcher that's it's a glass pitcher, and I put all of the stuff that I infuse my water with, lemon, ginger, uh, mint, and cucumber, right? And so I preach, I preach up all that on the weekend and, and, and fill it up, and then I refill it every day. And so like each afternoon, I like refill and it's typically about three three and a half glasses of water and then like I try and finish it and that's like my <laughs> it works because I like I'm so competitive that like it's just like if I finish the um pitcher then I'm like yes <laughs> sometimes, refill I'll, it. It's like yeah, and then sometimes I'll like finish my glass on the way home um but if I try and drink too much too late then you have to pee in the middle of the night so it's a whole thing so I really try and like get as much water in during the day um so anyway my long-winded answer to what's in my glass <laughs> so Dr. Bobby what's in your glass I have water and I sadly besides the fact it's basically empty it's just the ice left in here this uh -huh. is like my only one today so I think I need to, to get a little bit better about that and just keep that that refill if I can see it and I see that I'm like drinking it then somehow it's like it just I'm like ooh, I'm almost done let me finish that so I can fill it again like I don't know <laughs> just works for my brain so <laughs> Do you find like uh, it? I either need a straw or it needs to be open. If it's like oh. a bottle that you have to twist, I don't drink as much. The barrier is too much. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> Can't just like quick and drink while I'm with a patient. Never gonna take the time to do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't have time for it. <laughs> uh, so today, Dr. Jess, I'm really excited. Um, to, and we can kind of share. So I decided I needed a goal for this year, and one of my goals, I kind of like. The idea of adding in goals instead of, I feel like a lot of times with New Year's resolutions, we're taking away something. Um, we don't want to eat sugar. We uh, don't want to, I don't know, it's a lot of I don't want. I don't want to eat this. I don't want to do that. And so I like the idea of adding in something. And so for me, for being healthier, um, I needed a goal. I wanted, I knew I needed to work out more, but I decided that I'm going to run a half marathon. I've ran one before, I've ran a full before, um, but it's been a while and a child later and not working out. Um, so I am looking at a couch, not a 5k to half marathon, a couch to half marathon, um, in the end of April. And so I reached out to Dr. Jess because she is much more knowledgeable about running than I am and has created some really cool programs. Um, and so Dr. Jess, where do I start? Yeah. So, so yeah, this is what like on our app that we created, we've got a bunch of stuff in there, like functional movement workouts and, and things like that. But we also have courses in there to kind of drip the content to you over the course of 12 weeks, you know, whatever, whatever the time frame is that we've set it up for. So, um, so when we think of getting started with running first, we've got to work on a couple of different concepts of how can we do this sustainably? So I don't want to just like walk out my door and just go for a run. Right. Like that seems right. Like it seems like, Oh, I just run. Right. Um, well, not that and I was going to say, I used to run. 
I yeah. used to run and I will be honest, I started this and I was like, I probably should start walking. I had a kid, mm. haven't worked out in like a year or two. Like I should probably start walking. Yeah. I did two days of 1.5 miles, which is for some that may be a lot for me. Like I used to run multiple miles. So walking 1.5 yeah. miles should not be a big deal. My shins hurt so bad the second day. Um, it was, I just, I sent Jess and, uh, Dr. Jess a text being like, this is so sad. <laughs> and it's but I not, was so sore. Yeah. And that's okay though, because like where you started was a challenge for you. And mm -hmm. so that's fine. You know, like everybody has to start somewhere. And just because your baseline is different than it used to be, doesn't mean you can't change that baseline. And so that's the whole key. It's like, I know I want to go somewhere. So meet myself where I am. And then that way you're not going to have this like negative experience where you feel defeated um because like if you just walk out your door and you start running and then in like 30 seconds you're like spent you're like i'm and your mind goes i'm never going to be able to do this what was i thinking why did i think this was a good idea and it's like see all that self like that that you, you need wins you need wins out of the gate <laughs> so <laughs> like no matter what it doesn't matter who you are like i need wins right so, so we start with thinking, what do we need in order to be able to run? So what are the needs, right? So I need, I need adequate strength. You do, mm -hmm. you need strength in your legs. You need strength in your core. You also need mobility, notably through the ankles and the hips. Most people have the, the knee range of motion, unless you're super arthritic. Most, no, most have the knee range of motion. So it's, it's hips and ankles. Um, I need flexibility. I need muscle length. I need the muscle to be able to elongate through my stride because um, it's like if we don't have our needs, then you're going to end up with a compensatory pattern and you're going to end up with an injury. It is what happens. This is I specialize in running related injuries like it just happens. I can go through a screen so quickly and be like, boom, 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 boom. Yep. That's why you've got IT band syndrome. You know, I mean, it's just like it's it. We just have these needs that aren't met and then we go run. So we know we need, you know, all, you know, that kind of stuff. Plus you need cardiovascular endurance, which means I need to be able to elevate my heart rate for an extended period of time and keep it there and then bring it back down again. And so that's where we kind of set our goals as a bunch of different goals, really, instead of just mm -hmm. like my only goal I'm looking at is how far can I run? Because really you're not going to get there unless you're meeting all of these other more strategic, more specific goals. Does that kind of make sense? It does. And I like how you say that because um, as we're recording this here in Illinois, not every day or Chicago, I should say, not every day can I go outside and run or do I have access to a place inside a run? Tomorrow we're expected to get four to 12 inches of snow. It's a huge range. Um, let's just say no one's going anywhere unless we have to. Yeah. And I can't, I'm not going outside running in that. So it's like important. Those are the days where I could do strength indoors. I could do mobility indoors um, and which need to remind myself that that's still getting me towards my goal. A lot yeah. of times we, I, as you said, I feel like if I'm not outside running, if I'm not outside getting a distance in, whether it's a walk or a run, because um, let's be honest, it's a walk at this point. Um, I feel like maybe I'm not advancing towards it when in reality I am. Right. And you are, right? So typically I don't have people that, unless you've been running for like a really long time, if you're just getting started or getting back into it, um, mm -hmm. I don't, I only run three days a week. I don't run more than that. Um, and I do have marathon distances. I don't do marathon. I don't, at this point in my life, I don't 
I really honestly don't have the time uh, for the long runs that I would I would need to have. Um, once my kids are, you know, maybe out of the house, sure, you know, but right now I, I can't, I, I choose to not be gone for that long. That's, that's okay. a choice I make. Yeah. Um, not wrong. It's just the choice I make for me. Um, so anyway, so that being said, um, how do you fill in the gaps? And so if you're really only doing your cardio, you know, three days a week with like run days, um, then you can fill in the gaps with strength training and you can still work on your cardio with your strength training. So that's why I really like high intensity interval training because we do circuit based workouts so that you're moving from one thing to the next. And the concept is, is that you're going to get your heart rate elevated. And then you're going to move on to a recovery exercise, but you're still strengthening. So your heart is going to come up. You're going to stay moving. It's going to come back down again. We're going to get back up again and come back down. So you're staying in this elevated heart rate range, just like if you do interval training with running, right? Mm -hmm. So we start with just walking and we might walk a little bit faster and then recover and come back down again. We're going to walk a little bit faster and then recover and come back down again. And so we're just getting your body more and more used to being able to function with an elevated heart rate. So that's the cardiovascular endurance that you need in order to be able to run. And you need the strength through the hips, notably through the hips. Um, once we start working on speed work and things like that, that's where we kind of get nuancy with some of the smaller muscles. Um, but for like, especially when you're just getting started, you have got to be strong in your core and through your hips. Staying strong in the quads, People know how to do squats, you know, things like that. That's usually not the the deficit is is in the quads. It's typically the lateral hip, hip rotators, deep core stabilizers. Um, hamstrings get really weak, uh, things like that. So staying balanced in a workout is going to be key. Integrating your workouts. So instead of like taking rest breaks in between exercises, uh-uh, no can do, <laughs> Batman. All right, <laughs> like you stay in it. You stay in it. If your heart rate is, and you know, a lot of us have apps, you know, on our, on our, um, watches or, you know, smart watches. So I usually, when I'm working with somebody, I'll have them go like on the Apple watch, I'll have them go into the health app that like heart, you know, um, the mm -hmm. little it's icon like that has a heart, heart on it. Yeah. And I'll have them open that up. So I can, at any point in time can see their heart rate. They can see their heart rate. And then we really start to get comfortable with how are you doing when your heart rate hits this number? So let's say your heart rate's hitting 165 and your form is just breaking down, right? If we keep your heart rate at 160, your form might not break down. Really, it's honestly like it can be that specific where it's like, uh, we're a little bit too high. We were on about eight reps at that point. That's cool. Take a break, moving on to the next one, you know? And so you just kind of get, you get used to like, where can I hold this and for how long? And then we'll bring it back down. So like, maybe we get you back down to like 110, 120, and then you'll bring it back up to 130, 140, and then back down to 110, 120. And then kind of everybody's range is going to be different. Obviously you got to be cleared by a a uh, medical physician to be able to safely elevate your heart rate if you have coexisting, you know, conditions or comorbidities, uh, you've got to be very safe with being able to elevate heart rate safely, you know, heart and lung conditions, things like that. Um, and running is not for everybody, right? Um, you can walk, you can row, you can bike, you can do a lot of different things. But if your jam is to want to run a 5k, a 10k, a 15k, a half marathon, um, then specifically 
training for that, you'll get there if you just have some strategic things in place. One thing I love um, when I used to run uh, was on if I needed a break, but I still needed to get my heart rate up, was walking with a huge incline. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of times we forget that can really work that cardiovascular. If I'm not looking for speed yeah. um, and I'm looking to get my heart rate up, that was a huge thing I could do. And that's one thing I still do today because my body can't run right now. My hips would die, everything, but I can walk and I can walk fast and I can walk up hills um, and get that heart rate up to start working on that cardiovascular training. So then when I do, when I'm, the body is able to run, um, you know, my heart's already starting to be conditioned. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, normally what we'll do is we'll kind of get started with, let's put out our calendar. So, I mean, I physically, like if you, if they don't have one, I'll print a blank calendar, just a, a, a basic template off of anything you can get for free. And then we'll kind of say, okay, where in your day can you work this in and for how long? So I can do, you know, 30 minutes, you know, first thing in the morning before I leave for work. I don't know, you know, um, 30 minutes at the very end of my day before X, Y, and Z happens, 30 minutes on my lunch break. Doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter where, just the act of physically writing it down uh, and scheduling it is key. So, you know, I've got, you know, I do Tuesday, Thursday mornings for run days. And then I'll do um, a longer run on the weekend. And so those are my run days. Whereas like strength days I typically do um, at the end of the day, just because we have a gym here, you know, like it's in the clinic. It, it's just, I have everything I need. I don't have to like get it all set up at home. So for me, that's what works. Okay. But that's mm -hmm. like scheduled in my calendar. It dings me. So, so we write that out and say, so we're going to want three days of either starting with just walking or doing walk runs, walk jogs. Mm -hmm. So that interval training. Um, and then we'll kind of say, okay, what's it, where's our goal? So our goal is out here this far away. And so we know we need this by this time frame, And then we'll just back it up. Right. So I'm going to start with a walking program. I need to be able to walk three miles without, you know, dying. Right. So not like, with the walk. <laughs> like I need that. I need to be able to walk for three miles and my heart rate shouldn't be hitting 165. Like, see what I mean? So like, yeah. so that's what we're kind of work on. Like, okay, let's say if you can currently walk this far, um, our goal in two weeks is to be able to walk this far and you're going to just be noting where your heart rate is so you can kind of start learning where because that's the time where you need to start being able to look at your watch and say now's when I should probably slow down and start to recover so I don't peter out you know and that's how we start learning intervals so then we're going to say and right now we're just filling in like pure cardio so pure cardio let's say it's three maybe four days a week depending on the person so go through and we'll say so our goal for two weeks from now is to walk this distance um and not feel so overwhelmed then we're going to start in the next week we're going to start in with interval training so what that means is you're going to start to jog and then walk and then jog and then walk and honestly speaking the jog might be 15 seconds like i'm not joking like there's nothing wrong with that jog 15 seconds walk for a full minute jog 15 seconds, walk for a full minute. So you're going to notice with that jog in the beginning, the heart rate is going to go boom. It's going to fly up. Okay. And you're going to be like, there's no chance I can ever sustain this. Yes, you can. Just not yet. 
Not yet. <laughs> then you're going to walk and you're going to notice as you walk, it's going to come back. It's going to come back down. This is called your heart rate recovery. This come back down is that is actually your, that's how we measure cardiovascular endurance, right? Is how quickly can you recover? And so the recovery is what you get better at. And that's how we end up actually seeing the improvement in your cardiovascular endurance and health. And so you won't have to take as much of a break in your interval. So you'll notice my heart rate goes froomp, goes up here. I'm going to walk. It's going to take me a minute to get my heart rate to come back down. Then I'm going to do it again. Boom. It's going to come back up. It's going to take me a full minute to get that heart rate to come back down. Then we start to bring that interval out. So instead of a jog for 15 seconds, it's going to be 30 seconds. And my recovery, if I'm bumping one thing, the recovery might still be a minute. Okay. Like that's okay. 30 seconds on a minute recovery. And the minute recovery isn't sitting. Like you're still walking, you're still moving forward. Right. Mm -hmm. Then we kind of get that more and more. So now all of a sudden it's like, wow, I jogged for a full minute and I only took me 15 seconds of walking to recover and then a full minute and then 15 seconds to recover. And the more that you just stay consistent with it and we don't do this big yo-yo, right? Where like, I went out super hard. I like got really frustrated and a week and a half later, I did it again. Like it's, it's not going to happen that way. Hmm. You'll make gains. It'll be very, very slow and very, very frustrating. So before you get started, get a calendar and look at it, <laughs> write out what the distance is and the date that you want to hit it. Um, and that's okay. If you don't, okay. Who cares? Like you're going to be more fit than you were. <laughs> like, And I know? think, I think before you even do that, and I'm guilty of this, is you got to sit down and you got to think of where, where, where am I truly? I ran a marathon 10 years ago, which is crazy to I think it's there. been that long. She, she was there. Yes. Yeah. But 10 years ago, I ran a marathon. My, I'm older. I had a kid. I haven't worked out the same, like, but I feel inside my brain, my body feels like I should be able to go just take, to pick up where I left off. Um, and I think that's very natural. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But that's where you got to just like take a deep breath and like it's a okay. Yes, it hurts a little bit. Uh, yes, it's a little disappointing. Um, <laughs> but if I want to be successful, I need to actually take that step back and meet my body and meet my brain because I think there's a lot of mental and running as well yeah. where it is. And it is not where I left it a right. long time ago. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. And that's okay right? Like life happens. Just, yeah. Life happens. And you like, you're meeting yourself where you are with acceptance. So that's, I think that's number one is that I'm accepting where I am. I want to go somewhere else though, but today mm -hmm. I'm accepting that this is where I am. And that changes everything that changes the whole mindset. Um, and that's like one of the number one things when I'm working with somebody, it's like, I don't, I don't care who you were 20 years ago, 10 years ago, a year ago. Like that, that doesn't, that doesn't affect where we are right now, it does affect where we want to go though, because wherever that goal is, that's what we're going to work towards. Simple, right? And I think so, that's with any goal. I mean, any goal. Yeah. I mean, it's like the more you beat yourself up and have that negative self-talk, like the more you're not going to meet the goal, right? It's like, you're just kind of, um, it like, I mean, you wouldn't do that to somebody else. 
mm-hmm. but you but you do it to yourself. I do it to myself. Like I am just as guilty. I'm I don't live in a glass house and not throwing <laughs> rocks, right? I throw rocks and break stuff all the time, you know. Yeah. And then I'm like, shoot, I should learn from that that break, right? Like maybe I won't do the same exact thing, but I'm gonna do something else and mess up. Um, <laughs> you know. So and I think that's the hardest part of goal setting is like real realizing where you are, whether it's financial, whether it's relationship, whether it's food, diet, exercise, like admitting to yourself, it's almost the first step. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So I think, um, like, like bringing it back to like, when we're thinking about just the cardiovascular component of it, right. Of like really saying like, I want to break this down, look at the calendar and think realistically, what are some realistic goals to work towards? And then everything gets backed off of there. You know, so our couch, the 5k, um, that we have like the course in the app, it is 12 weeks, like 12 Mm -hmm. weeks, couch to 5k, like give yourself that time to actually do it right and enjoy it so that you don't feel like you're dying the whole time. (laughs) Uh, I mean, honestly, yeah. uh, (laughs) So the more you enjoy it, the more you'll stick to it. Exactly. And now it starts turning into lifestyle, um, and versus, you know, um, something that I did for this, you know, some events that I'm working towards, I didn't enjoy the training. It was, you know, I got hurt along the way. It was, you know, I felt like I was dying every single time I did something. It's, you know, it's like, you know, like when you go and you do something with somebody that's like faster than you, like, so if you run with somebody that's faster than you and every single run, you're like, I feel like I'm going to die the whole time. They're like, la, 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 and you're like, <laughs> you know, like you're dying. Like, I, I mean, yeah, that gives you something to grow towards, but like, how long can you really do that and have those like runs where you feel defeated before like, you're just kind of like, I'm done with this, you know? So it doesn't, doesn't need to be like that. It really doesn't. I've been there so many times. Um, <laughs> so it's <laughs> like, <laughs> this is like, I'm not here to like win medals. Like I'm not like not that's not how I run I like I want to enjoy it I want to be able to talk you know I mean I'm not like yeah. like you're working hard for sure but like you can talk you know you're not breathing so hard you can't talk so um so there's that now we got to think of um how do I build my distance right so interval training is like the best way to build distance because you're going to be able to get the mileage that you need and you're going to keep your heart rate at a, at a rate that you can, you know, maintain and, and maintain for a period of time. And so starting with a walking program, getting into a walk jog program, now you can actually start to like increase that, that jog period of time. And so if you're wanting to do a 5k, let's say, I don't know, like a couple of weeks um, before, so maybe two weeks before you hit the, the, the three mile mark, right? Um, a lot of people before they do a race, they won't actually hit the full distance. They'll hit the full distance on race day for the first time that happens. And that's okay. You know, it doesn't, you don't have to be able to do the full distance before the event. You have to get pretty close to that distance. Um, and so, and then from there, then you start getting into the phase where like, if you're running that full distance consistently, then you might start working on goals for speed and time and things like that. If, if that's something you want to work towards. So, um, and then you always want to back off before that event, right? So like, let's say, you know, the 5k is on a Saturday. 
um, the Thursday before you're not running three miles if that's your max. So you need full recovery time. So you're gonna wanna back off that distance. So to give yourself about a week of recovery before. Recovery does not mean you're not doing anything. I was about to ask you. <laughs> recovery means whatever you were doing, you're bringing it down a notch. So if you're doing a you know three mile jog, you might do a two mile jog instead of three. You might be doing some walk jogs, things like that. So you're still getting some some distance, but less, and um, you're pushing just a little bit less that last week before uh, the event. Um, the other thing is you got to think about your um, your strength training and your stretching and that whole rhythm that you're doing. So across the board, because we think about okay, so let me back up. Our goals, right? Our goals are cardiovascular endurance, strength, mobility, flexibility. I have four main goals as a runner in order to be able to continue to run with decreased risk of injury and make progress towards my goals. So cover the cardio, you know, write it out, break it down, interval train it until you get to where you want to be. Watching your heart rate, really watch your heart rate. That will help you a ton know when you need to walk. Cause you're going to be like, oh, I don't know why I can't catch my breath. And you're going to go, Oh, <laughs> it's cause my heart rate's so high, you know? your walk and then you'll feel like, oh, okay, I just needed to change my intervals today. Maybe you're really tired. Maybe you're working on getting sick. Who knows? Um, but there's days where I go out for a run and I'm like, I am on the struggle bus. Like, what is my problem? And I'll look and I'm like, well, <laughs> I, maybe I ate too soon before and I'm working so hard on digesting and my heart rate's higher than normal. Who knows? All sorts of stuff happens. Just modify, pivot, like, when you're out, slow it down, slow your roll, change your route, you know, <laughs> like it happens. Okay, so now let's go into strength. So when we think of what needs to be strong, so it's not like doing a bunch of sit-ups is going to get you to where you want to go. When we run, we don't crunch, right? We're not doing this when we're running. When we run, we're in an upright posture. So you need to keep the muscles strong that is deep in the abdomen. That's your called your transverse abdominis. So as I'm running, I don't want to be spending time going side to side, okay? I want to be rotating about the axis. So the stronger you are here, the stronger you are in your shoulder blades, the stronger you are in your hips, that's going to keep you stable. So the whole idea is, whether we're walking or running, is my center of mass is here, and I want it to be there, <laughs> right? I want, to, I want to travel somewhere. So if I waste time moving my center of mass up and down as I'm running, then I'm wasting a lot of energy. I'm working way harder than I need to. If I'm, I'm gonna change my position here. If I'm spending time going side to side as I'm moving forward, I'm wasting a ton of energy. So I'm gonna tucker myself out much faster. So when I run, my head really shouldn't be bouncing up and down. Right, So that comes into form and technique. With strength, it makes it so much easier. When I'm weak in my hips and weak in my core, I'm gonna be doing this little number as I run. Bum, bum, bum. You, know, you see them, you know, you see them down the street, they're going along and it's like, you can just tell like, hmm, that's probably not the most efficient, right? You know that intuitively looking from the outside, but when you're on the inside, you don't know, right? It's like, when somebody looks at me, they'll give me feedback that I had no idea about. So it's like, that's why is because I'm spending energy going side to side and not going forward. So 
the stronger you are, now I'm doing this. Huh, that already looks easier, right? I'm like, man, I'm just gonna do that with air. <laughs> I'm not really, I'm still working. But you know what I mean? like, yes. yes. Um, so, I mean, I'm not saying don't do crunches and, and stuff like that. I'm just saying planks, think planks, side planks, um, think like scapular stabilizers, rows, row with kettlebells, you know, plank kettlebell row, um, getting into a bridge, um, that kind of stuff. Getting into complex movement patterns is going to really get you further faster um, versus like, I'm going to get on a machine and just push a bunch, you know? Um, the, it's stabilizing for you. It's locking you down. You don't have to worry about where your body is in space. It's doing it for you. The more that you have to know where your body is in spaces and you have to control the movement through body weight support exercise, getting on using, um, suspension trainers, TRX straps, using a yoga ball, using a BOSU, um, kettlebells, free weights, all of that kind of stuff. You have to know where your body is in space. And so the more that you improve your ability to do that, the better that you're going to be able to know where your body is in space when you're running. And so that's how your cross training days, one, help you with heart rate, right? Because you're getting your heart rate up and help you with strength. So you combine those together because I don't have a lot of time. I know a bunch of people listening don't have a lot of time. So combine that crap. (laughs) Yes. I was going to say, yep, the more you can do together, which I mean, all of us, we all are looking to add time to our days. So, yeah. Yeah. So that way I'm getting cardio and strength in on the same day, you know? (laughs) Yep. Now, flexibility, mobility, right? Mobility is like the mobility of my joints. So think of like moving through space. So if I do like, um, like an open book and I'm like on my side and I'm opening up that's not necessarily just flexibility of one muscle. There's like my back has to move, my shoulder blade has to move, my pec has to lengthen. There's a whole bunch of stuff that has to allow that motion to happen. So that's more of like a mobility type thing versus flexibility, we're looking at more of like specific muscle length. So like, can I stretch my pec versus can I do a bunch of stuff all at once? Both are important. So I put mobility and flexibility in every single day. So you warm up with some sort of like an active warm up, and then from there you go into your activity. So active warm up is every day. Then you go into either your run or your strength, whichever day it is that day, and you end with a cool down and stretching. So every single day you're working on mobility and flexibility. You're just, the only thing you're changing out each day, is it a cardio run walk day or is it a strength day? Is it a cardio run walk day or a strength day? And then that way it's structured the same way. And then that will like, no matter what, you'll improve. Like you'll improve flexibility if you work on it every day. Um, Because I I like, it's interesting when you say it like that, because I feel and I think in my experience is most people, you're telling us to do that before and after every day. So you're almost getting it twice. Right. And I feel like that is the one thing that most people will leave out. They'll just walk out the door, turn their music on, start running. Right. Um, and then they get in and it's like, okay, I got my run in. I got to go shower. Da, 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 da. And, you know, it's forgetting something that is so important. Yeah. So, like, if you're trying to, uh, you know, move through space and you're tight somewhere, which is typically hip flexors, right? Because we sit. We sit and work. We sit and drive. Hip flexors get tight. Hamstrings get short and tight the muscles in the calves get short and tight. So if you've got tightness that your muscles are pulling against, 
every single stride, it's going to slow you down. It's the same concept of spending energy doing this. So if I want to like put a weighted vest on and go for a walk, okay. Um, but if I could take that off <laughs> and walk with less resistance, I'm going to, right? Um, and so that's where it's like really making sure that you keep your um, calf, you know, really stretched out well, keep your hamstrings moving, keep your hip rotators moving, keep your hip flexors moving, keep your pecs moving. We forget as runners that part of running involves thoracic rotation. So when we're tight through here, we can't breathe very well because we're compressing our diaphragm. We're not opened up. We're doing this little number and we're using all of these muscles to breathe. These are really, really small little muscles, right? We've got a big old muscle underneath here. So whoop, open that up. Oh man, if I get more oxygen in and more carbon dioxide out, and just because I changed my posture, um, boom, my cardiovascular endurance starts improving, right? I'm just better at gas exchange is what it is because um, I'm getting more in and more out with less work. So like my phrase, no matter what, work smarter, not harder. Like I'm not going to work harder than I have to. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like I'm not going to muscle agree. my way through a technique in the clinic if I can do something else, right? <laughs> like I, I got to do this all day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. I always, I heard one thing and it, you just made me think of it is if you're trying to, and I, it's, if you're trying to find the most efficient way to do something, ask the laziest person in the room because they'll know how to do it. Absolutely. I am like that person that is like sitting there trying to move everything. And then someone's just like, Hey, why don't you just move this? And you're like, Oh yeah, that's easier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, definitely I mean, work smarter. Yeah, that's and the that's the number one thing if you want to improve your running, just think of the concept work smarter, not harder. Um, so it's not about like beating yourself up and running, 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 running until you can't run anymore. It's like three days a week, you can run, cross train, get your heart rate up while you're cross training, mobilize, stay flexible, and there's no reason why you won't hit your goals. So I don't run more uh, than three days a week. I honestly like the way my schedule is like between that and some cross training, I mean, I am slammed. And I mean, it, it, it just, it's where you are in life. And so mm -hmm. carve out what you can. So if you can carve out that 30 minutes, carve it out and defend that. Defend that you have carved that out. Don't let it go. And then from there, it, cause it, anything can get scheduled in front of you. It really can. Anything. You're the only one that will defend putting you on the schedule. So it's, I'm, I'm guilty of it all the time, you know? <laughs> so, yes. yeah. um, it's, I'm imperfect just like everybody else. I make all the same mistakes. Um, and so I just really try, I really try and say, you know, this is my time for me. I have to keep my health strong so that way I can be there for others. So that's the goal. It's important. Yeah, yeah. it's important. Well, I'm super excited to use your app, um, as I go along this journey, Awesome. Um, where can, if people want to learn more and are interested in the app, because it, it, it is awesome. It is nice to have something that's almost spoon fed to you mm -hmm. and you just have to, you just have to schedule it. Yeah. Um, so where can they go to get the app? So the app is on the app store and on Google play. I've had to look on Google play. It's, it's a little bit weird when you search, it's not like popping up real easily. Um, but if you're on our website, you can definitely go straight to the link. Uh, so the website is cept wellness.com. C is in cat, E is an elephant, P 
as in Peter, T as in Tom, cept-wellness.com. Um, so there's a little drop down for app. So that's there. Or the app itself is called, um, hold on, exercise now, colon, full body. And so, um, and that's, it's, it should pop up as a little icon with somebody doing a squat on a BOSU. I love unstable services. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the only one with a crazy person doing a squat on a BOSU. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we'll link, we'll link some um, stuff in the show notes too. So you can just like click it um, if you, if you care to do that. So, um, but yeah, awesome. there's other apps out there. There's, there's all sorts of programs out there. Um, this one is kind of, you know, obviously it's, we're kind of specific to runners, but then also have just like workouts that are released every single week. So new workout, all, you know, full body cross training, you know, functional movement, proprioception, all the, all the good stuff. So that when you're working out, you can actually like get a bunch covered all in one full body workout. So that way you don't feel like you have to do like an arm day and a leg day and a core day and all these days. And all of a sudden you're like, I don't have more days in the week. Um, I do two days a week of strengthening it um <laughs> like uh it's that just is what life where life is right now but hey right? that's just where better than now. nothing yep so. so all right dr bobby well i am like super supportive of your journey and i am supporting you um i've got i'm doing the same thing you know my half marathon's coming up so um it'll be it'll be fine all right well keep us uh keep oh gosh subscribe to us so you can keep up to date on all of our journeys. All right. Stay tuned for next month. We're getting more specifically into exercise. We've got some good people coming up that we're going to be talking with. So it'll be fun. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you would like to learn more about how two gals can support you, then join our two gals insiders membership, which can be found at www.2-gals.com. Also, don't forget, follow us on social media. We're on Facebook as well as Instagram. Okay, everybody. Bye. Enjoy your week.